1: Terms and conditions apply. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback.
2: In partnership with Showtime.
3: Welcome back to another edition. Of All the smoke coming to you from New York. Jack, what's up? I like your chain, bro. My brother, appreciate it. Shout out to Joe Crack Fat oh, man. Joe, appreciate you, Joe. Yes,
2: that's your shit. Shiny. Get it, get it, get it.
3: We got a special guest here today, man. Someone that I've meeting for the first time in person today, but have just admired his work ethic, his grind, his hustle. Welcome, Chris
4: Brickley. Nah, I appreciate you guys.
3: CB. They, you guys appreciate got a legendary you, man. show. Please so, appreciate, appreciate you coming, you making man. time. Off-season time, this is your time to shine right now. What has you most excited about going into the next 2021 20, season
4: for the guys you train? First off, it's not my time to shine. You know, it's I'm I'm big on that. It's 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 the players' time to get better. You right. know, I'm big on. It's not about me it's about the guys uh got like four or five core guys that come in throughout the whole summer and you know we kind of figure out different aspects of the game to get better and then you guys since being in new york guys would be in and out the whole summer i've built like you know with the black ops anytime someone comes in the city they'll get a little workout in Mm -hmm. and that's that's different than like the core guy workouts those are like you know just getting shots and going about that Mm So it's kind of two different things that uh, I'm working on right now.
3: So when you have your core, core guys, I saw you watching film the other day on your IG, like what kind of stuff do you do? And then how much, you know, he tells you what he like, because I remember one time, you know, I I think Kobe was talking to somebody and he said something like, I can't tell you what you need to work on. You're like, you need to know what you need to improve on. So how much of that that is you study
4: and then also collabing with your workout? So actually Kobe on your guy's show was saying how, he's uh, he's big on the player and needs to communicate with the trainer what he thinks he needs to work on and you know it's the trainer's job to figure that out you know i think it's it's two ways you know you have a guy like kobe bryant who he, he's so self-aware of himself but you have like a 19 20 year old rookie they don't always know exactly what they need to work on they might want to just score 20 points a game instead mm-hmm. of understanding their role and, mm-hmm. you know so then that's kind of when i put my input in but you know when i'm working with like a james or even like a cj or mellow you know it's kind of collective and they they tell me you know i want to work on this i want to work on that then it's my job to go through the film and kind of figure it out
2: what is black ops basketball so
4: black ops is something that me and mellow started so i was uh it actually got me in a lot of trouble when i started so i was wor- i was wor- i was working with the knicks at the time
2: good trouble and
4: uh so i'll tell the story i was working with the knicks at the time we're in puerto rico Melo's like yo when we get back to new york put together this run i'm like all right put together this run it was like kd it was a bunch of non-knicks players and the media heard about it and if you're coaching for an nba team you can't be having other players and you can't be conducting a workout with other players so that was the start of black ops and then you know me and Melo, we have a au team we, we do the Black Ops runs, and kind of all the training is under Black Ops. That's kind of just what we call it.
3: Dope. Now, name some of, for those who aren't familiar, um, name you know some of your top guys that you've trained consistently
4: or worked with over the years. Yeah, so, you know, Mellow's been one. JR kind of gave me my start.
2: Shout to me. That's
4: my yeah. brother. That's my guy, man. I, I owe him everything. Uh, you know, CJ McCollum. I worked with Donovan from, like, eighth grade to till. till like right now. So just watching that whole progression, Cole Anthony, since a little kid, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've I've worked with Kawhi for a few off seasons. I worked with Joel Embiid for a few off seasons. Uh, I've worked with Katie for a few off seasons, Uh, James the last three off seasons. It's been a dope experience.
3: Who have you looked up to? We had a chance to have Phil Handy on a couple shows ago. That was a dope show. Who have you looked up to in this space? Who are some of the people you kind of have
4: helped create your package? I played at Louisville, so Rick Patino. and then when I was at the Knicks, Phil Jackson. When he got the job, he literally fired the entire staff and kept me. I was like, oh shit! That like the day that that happened, I'm like, I'm being fired. Like this coach goes in, Woody, and he's fired assistant, fired. And I'm the last one on the list. I'm like, call my dad. I'm like, just so you know, I'm about to get fired right now. I need to figure something out. Go in there and uh, Phil's like, I'm just gonna ask you three questions. So I'm just like, oh man, he's not even paying attention to this. Asked me three questions. I answered them right. What like, were they? Like, Give yeah, me an example. So he said, is Steve Nash an athlete? Why or why not? I said, yeah, he is. He said, why? I said, well, for starters, he has that, uh, you know, that three minute, uh, mm-hmm. he has the record in that. And I was like, he's really good at changing speeds. I was like, being an athlete doesn't mean that you need to just be explosive. There's different types of being an athlete. So he's like, okay. Give me all the characteristics of a jumper. Like all the type of jumping. So I'm like, you could be a quick jumper. You could be like a high flyer. you could have a quick second jump. You know, that was one of the questions. He said, when you shoot a jump shot, should you go one-two into it or should you hop into it? I said, it doesn't really matter. I was like, there's great shooters that do both. And he's like, all right. He's like, meet me tomorrow, you're gonna run the pre-draft. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> and uh the long story short, the next morning he tried to teach me the triangle in 15 minutes. I go into the pre-draft workout, it was a disaster. He's sitting on the side, no, no. I'm like, bro, you just taught me this the whole triangle in 15 minutes. I'm trying <laughs> to run this workout. So Phil and Rick Bettino, they've kind of been my mentors through this, and uh, I look to them That's for advice good ones. And stuff, yeah.
3: Because Phil could be intimidating. Man. It could be big definitely time. intimidating. Walking
4: to that office, that dark office sometimes. That's where yeah, a huh? Yeah. Got to the point where though, you know, I got comfortable with them. But mm-hmm. in the beginning it was, it was rough. Dope. Uh,
3: again, like I said, how I found you and, and started watching it and, and kind of, you know, don't really know you, but every time you accomplish something, I, I see you getting these partnerships and deals. And I'm like, crap, congrats, congrats. Dope. So let's talk about what is it like? I mean, you have. A Puma partnership, you have a Hennessy partner, partnership, Wilson, who's going to be the new ball of the NBA next year, you have a partnership with them. I'm sure the list goes on. That's all we could find. But talk to us about what it's been like to be like, you know, like you're a workout guy that has kind of taken it to another
2: level. You, you got an album coming, right? I do. It's going okay. to be fire. About that too. So, uh,
4: yeah, with the partnerships, that was never the goal. Right. The, the goal was always, you know, I was with the Knicks. I was like, okay, I've met so many players through Melo. I think I can leave the Knicks and start a business. My whole family was so mad when I did that. They're like, you're going to have no health insurance. How are you going to get paid? And uh, so I I left the Knicks and I struggled for a little bit, but I grinded. I was never, I was like, in my mind, I was like, something's going to work. Like I was never big on like hitting the players over the head with like these big bills. Mm -hmm. I've never been that guy. And so, you know, I just worked, I grinded and... Uh, Puma came to me and you know, I became the first sneak, uh, trainer to get a sneaker deal got like a real one and then like NBA 2K had me as like the first trainer in the game and so I'm a body armor and then they just started kind of compounding and uh, it's it's been a blessing it, like I said it hasn't always been the goal but if I can make money through these big corners, you know, big uh, businesses mm-hmm. as opposed to being like Melo can I get this money right. you much bless- rather take it from
3: them than have to take it from the players exactly so it's right. it's a
4: big blessing and I'm kind of starting a blueprint for like, you know, right. if you can't make the NBA, maybe you can look at me and say, well, I could do it like that. Yeah.
3: Well, I, I think that that's a great point too, because it's similar to LeBron and his team situation. Like he had a team and all of them played basketball, but all of them weren't going to the league. So what, like, what is your niche? You could still be a part of the game by finding your niche in it. And you're creating another lane for guys that have a passion and a love for working people out. Yeah. Taking
4: it to another level. No, it's dope. So, talk about that one. Man, that album, so, so how that album came came across is, so over the years, you know, as you guys know, a lot of these NBA guys are friends with the rappers, and so- You we, work out a lot of rappers. But but it's, it's not, so it's not like that. It's like, this is how it works. I'm working out James, Meek came to watch, the workout's done, Meek will shoot like 10 shots, some, someone will record it, yeah. and it's a workout. It's not real <laughs> right. workouts. No question. So no. like- I get all this hate on social media, like, oh, you're just working out rapper. It's like, no, if you actually knew the story, right. I did a real workout or one of the rappers came to the Black Ops run. Quavo was like, yo, let's shoot around. And then it's a workout. So it's right. not really workouts. The only uh, time I've ever, so one winter, Travis Scott uh, was like, yo, can you come on tour with me? Teach me how to shoot a jump shot. So I was like, actually, this can be dope. I'll go to all the NBA cities, be able to see my players, and then be part of, you know, get to be cool with Travis. So that was like the only like time I've ever like really I guess you could technically say I was like working out as a rapper, but um so yeah so the album you know uh, I'm big with the workouts every workout I do I ask the player what album you want to play they give me an album we'll play it so I was thinking over COVID I'm sitting there in COVID bored and I'm like you know what I have, I know all these rappers I'm just gonna start an album so I reached out to Meek and Travis and Little Baby and Dirk and Bieber and. Uh, Chris Brown, and uh, it's gonna be a banger. And uh, reach out to all of them, and we're working on it. Me and my manager are working on just getting the clearances. That music industry is no joke.
2: Because yeah, right. they
4: look at me, they're like, "You're a, a basketball trainer." Yeah. So these guys in these white ties are like, "So I have all the songs. So I'm just waiting on the clearances." But uh, it will be dope. That's dope. That's some
3: some DJ Khaled type shit. Just putting a, an all star team together.
4: Yeah.
2: How has social media helped you build a business brand and a career? It, it's helped me, you know, but, but
4: at the same time, prior to social media, prior to me being on social media, I grinded. I, I played uh, straight out of college. I was a graduate assistant at Ole Miss, you know, making like $7,000 for the year. Mm. Um, living in the locker room, didn't even live in a crib. You know, I didn't, I didn't grow up with money. Um, then I took an assistant job at FDU, did that for like two years, and then JR kind of changed my life by. So the year he was sixth man of the year. I was coaching at Fairleigh Dickinson. Every night we go in the gym, start working. He had a great year, so he went to management. Like, you know he, he really helped me out last year. So I got an interview with them, and I got got the job. I was a director of player development for four years. Shout out, Swish. Like I said, I'll do anything for him. And uh, you know, got my got my feet wet in the NBA. You know, grinded that out. And then once I left the Knicks, that was kind of when I started using social media, and uh, it's been good. You know it. Also, people get this, mis- like, when I post these workout clips, that's like 10 seconds of the workout, you know? I'm not going to post uh, the the player, like, uh, going super tired, missing shots. And I hate when you read the comments, like, why don't you post misses? Why don't you, it's like, why would I post misses? Who right, wants right. to watch, it's like, right. you know, It's but uh, it, it's definitely helped, definitely helped. It, it's, it's a gift and a curse at the same time. Because, you know, you sign these deals and you have to announce them and then your family thinks that you're like this ultra rich, like, you know, it's like a, it's good and it's bad, but um, there's more positives with it. So it's been a blessing.
0: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business.
1: Terms and conditions apply.
0: This Mother's Day, join CARE in honoring the resilience of mothers around the world. In Sierra Leone, facing one of the world's highest maternal mortality rates, one nurse named Zainab has not lost a single mother. Supported by CARE's work, Zainab's clinic has become a beacon of hope in her community. Zainab's spirit extends to CARE's work worldwide, aiming to ensure every mother's safety during childbirth. Learn more at care.org slash Mothers Day.
4: Talk about uh, your
3: upbringing in New Hampshire.
4: I grew up, basketball was my life. Uh, like, for example, in 96, I was 10 years old, and I watched the McDonald's All-American game. I'll never forget <laughs> it. That uh, I should have won MVP of. Yeah, you had 21 points. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, so I'm, I'm a basketball uh, junkie. Here we
3: fucking go. Nah, yeah. but if you really Kobe look at it, it,
4: crazy thing was is so... After I watched that Kobe, and I was like, "Oh, I watch, I, I watched that game. I go, you were the high scorer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were the high scorer for that game. But uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, you know, I'm always giving you love. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh,
3: what was the question? Uh, your, your upbringing in New Hampshire. 96. Yeah,
4: New Hampshire, man. New Hampshire. There's not much in New Hampshire. People go skiing. People. Uh, <laughs> it's this woods. There's really nothing going on. So I just, my entire life was basketball, and you know got got a division 1 scholarship and that kind of got me out in New Hampshire and I haven't been back since
2: ooh feel it when did you find the game of basketball what age ah uh,
4: at 10 at 10 I started taking it serious when yeah. I was like doing dribbling drills every day someone told me to take a jump rope and do a 1000 jump ropes a day so by the time I was like a junior I was top 100 in the country uh you know my game felt really good um and yeah I literally my whole I was the, I was that guy that like I was like, nah, I'm not having a girlfriend. Nah, I'm not drinking. I'm not, like, it was just basketball. Mm. And, uh, yeah, those are the days.
3: Watching your McDonald's game got him motivated, Jack. <laughs> some, some killers in there now. Who, uh, Who, you know, coming up, who were some of the teams and players you watched and admired?
4: Alan Iverson, for sure. Just, I feel like, just, you know, on the court. And then he started so many trends off the court. Right. He's, he's, he's yeah. a real legend. Like, people have... Tattoos because of him. Berks. People with arm sleeve because of him. People dressed. You know, he started so many trends. I loved him. J. Will. Uh, that was like. You know, the white one, Jason. I was like my white guy. Child, yes, yeah. We still,
2: I, I, yeah. I, I honestly didn't think he was talking about the other Jay yeah, Will. Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't. Hey, white but, child. Hey, <laughs> the other Jake Will was nice as
3: fuck, bro. I don't see how you don't understand the know he was, that. You may not like the character of person, yeah, yeah, but he yeah. had game, bro. I play? played against him in college. How long he long did was he a play? fucking killer, huh?
2: How long did he play in the league? He got in a motorcycle accident. I'm no, saying, me, how long did he, he play in the league? Two years, three years? Yeah, he was good. When you say Jake Will, you do not think... J. Will from Duke. I'm sorry. <laughs> we think about white chocolate. Okay? He, he's stupid. Um, Thanks, go ahead.
4: Yeah. It. And you, you know who actually someone I, w- I would love this BD. Baron, Baron Davis was like, uh-huh. I just loved his game. Um, you guys play with him. Do but, you know him? Yeah, I've met him a few times. He's, he's reached out. He's, 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 know what he's, you, he's the most you interesting
3: what, person in the world. What Baron you met? Which when Baron you, you uh, met? <laughs> like 10 different Baron's. I know he's
4: doing a, you know, <laughs> one time it's some weird. Yeah, d- yeah He he's, he's, he's doing a lot. But he's a good guy. Yeah, it's our brother. It's a good guy, man.
3: So, to you briefly um, discussed kind of your, but but talk to us about your path from playing to assistant coach to that kind of continuing to evolve. Mm-hmm. You before know, you before know we ask that, you
2: said you went to Louisville. I did. Who, what other schools were recruiting you? So, coming out, I had,
4: you know, I had West Virginia offered me, Rutgers offered me, Gonzaga offered me, uh, Central Florida, South Florida. Nice, and big schools. Um, yeah, it, it was. Um, what made Louisville just, you know, I think Coach Patino off the bat was like, listen, if you're loyal to me, for if you're loyal to me while you're here, then I'm going to be loyal to you for the rest of my life. Ooh, and I was like, yo, that's you. dope because I knew, you know, I'm, I'm a realist, like chances are I might not make the NBA, yeah. but if you're telling me that you're
3: going to and he's oh, made so many
4: calls. So right. to, to answer your question, you know, he got me that graduate assistant spot at Ole Miss. He helped me become the youngest division one assistant coach in the country. You know, he, you know, helped me once JR kind of helped me with the Knicks. He made the call to Allen Houston at the time and and helped me get that job. So I owe Coach P everything.
2: That's dope. How did the Knicks opportunity help you grow and what kind of relationship did you have? My Knicks years were crazy. I went through so many different coaches. What what years were you there?
3: So I was
4: there from uh, 2013, 14, and I was there for four seasons. So when I first got there, Woody was the coach. Grunwald was the GM. Then Grunwald left Steve Mills came in then they uh hired Derek Fisher that was probably the my worst Nick years he didn't he didn't uh liked I mean Mello had a relationship and that was kind of weird anyways mm-hmm. so he left and then um Jeff Hornacek was there uh
3: hey I forgot about that yeah
4: Jeff Hornacek was there and uh so that, those are the three coaches so when I cool stories when I first got there me and Mello were there when I left the only two people in the organization were well still up. me and Mello Wow. So uh, it was a good time, though.
3: Mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier the black, the first Black Ops run got, got you in a little bit of hot water. Mm-hmm. When did you know, okay, I think I'm ready to make this jump? You say you struggled a little bit once you made the jump, but what was their turning or pivotal moment? Like, it's time to go.
4: Being an NBA development coach, especially, you know, with the Knicks. The Knicks is an amazing organization, but you guys know. You guys are Hoopers. Like, you know they they were big on like all right the workout's done I want to see every number he shot and if he shot six out of ten this day in this workout he's not getting better and like it was like no like you can still get better if you have like a bad shooting drill you know spot. it was so it was like they didn't get it. Uh, I was just yeah to you know I get didn't yeah get it. you could say that they didn't um, get it. so I just wanted to kind of. uh do my own thing and, I, and it wasn't even a guarantee. Literally, you know, it could have gone all the way bad. Really? and I could have ended up back in New Hampshire. But I just trusted, you know, the people I met through Mellow and it was a good decision. Mm-hmm.
2: What was the memorable turning point moment for you after going off on your own? I was like broke, broke. Like, you know, uh, bad, like bad.
4: All my credit cards were maxed out. I kept getting evicted. It, it was rough times and, you know, I signed with this guy back there. No, I signed with him and you know, I got the Puma deal, I became, you know, the first person in two K, signed with StockX, you know, signed with Body Armor. Uh, signed with you know, I kept getting these deals, therabody. So he's changed my life. And that's so I guess that was a turning point. Mm,
3: that's really dope, Dope. What's been like building relationships with these? You know, you're working out some of the greatest players to ever play the game. What is it like developing, obviously a working relationship? But then you're cool with a lot. of, I see you with a lot of these dudes, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the court as well. What's that experience
4: been like? It's been cool. You know, I've always been big on just being myself. Like at the end of the day, if uh, if you don't like me for who I am, then we don't right. need, we don't need to do the relationship. Right. And, and and that's I'm not gonna say any names, but there's been some like NBA stars that they you know if, if you if you're not going to treat me like a human being you're not going to I don't need to do this like I'm not right. I'm only going to do it if it feels right if we click uh, so I'm I'm big with the relationships you know uh, to me player development if you don't know what the player is motivated by good luck yeah, can get them right so you, you need that relationship
2: the respect got to be mutual yeah yeah
4: I have a
3: question, though, before
4: we go to the next thing,
3: since we're on the Black Ops. I mean, you those are some of the most, you know, your runs and then our homeboy Rico Hines runs at UCLA. Yeah, those John are Rico. like the two. Yeah, those are like the two. Toast. Yeah, those are like the two main runs um, in the offseason. Can you recall some some days or some guys, just, just memorable days, they just absolutely destroyed everybody on the court? The most memorable
4: one to me was Devin Booker that just destroyed one time. One time I had Russ versus CP. They were going at it. There's been some mm-hmm. some legendary moments in in that gym. You know?
3: But what people don't understand, like unless you've really been around those runs and you're only getting glimpses when you see your runs, those runs are realer than games. Way realer than games because there's not as many pussy ass foul call. Like motherfuckers are really taking that shit one on one because it's personal. It's not about. I mean, it, obviously it's a pickup team, so mm-hmm. it's not your team. So motherfuckers are really going. And you have to also have to understand, like guys have a role in the league. So you may think someone just does Facts. this in the game, but Facts. let them be free, and they know that they could just go. It's a whole other story. Facts,
4: and you know the, the help defense isn't the greatest. So, so that means you if you can't guard, up. if you can't guard your man, go bust your ass. Yeah, you're gonna be embarrassed for the whole day. And like mm. Russell Westbrook was one guy that he gives no fucks. Like right. doesn't matter who is in front of him. Every time he's right. been to a Black Ops, he's gonna destroy you. He's not gonna talk to you. Mm. He's gonna be talking shit like. And you know, I, I love I love that Russ Black Ops energy. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's different,
3: yeah. Like people don't understand. Like Jr. Smith is one of the best pickup basketball oh players in the history. all
4: time. Yeah, oh the, the history God. of pickup basketball. He does everything. He, yeah, he is, yeah. Shoots the three. he Does everything.
2: Yeah. Well, that's dope. And it's not a shot he can't make on the court. Mm-hmm. fading away. Mm, Either shoulder fade, don't matter. Paint the picture for me though. A typical packed NYC day. Black Ops, Gym, what it's looking like? Like, paint the, set the same for us. Man. Who's watching? Who's playing? Yeah, set the so, same. So,
4: you know, the Black Ops, the games have become so, it's kind of like the mini garden. Like, if you mm-hmm. go there, if you guys were to come tomorrow, you know, there's going to be, you know, Fabulous is going to be there, and A Boogie's going to be there, and, you know, it, it's, uh, some actors, Selena Gomez has showed up. Like, it's kind of like the, if you're in town, who's you're going to come to the Black Ops. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool. It's cool that, that, that it's like built that. It's kind of like the garden vibe, but... Mm-hmm with pickups. So you know that, but normally I'll do workouts. So I'll have like three or four workouts. I'll do a black ops run. Then I'll do like three or four workouts after that. My, these days are a grind hmm oh, I appreciate you making time. That
3: was the first thing when I hit him up, because I just hit him up racing. I was like, bro, you want to pull up on the show? He's like, yeah, you need to come to the Black Ops, though. Yeah. Like, well, I was like, but well, do you want to be on the show? He's like, yeah, but, you know, you I'm and Jack come to that. Just yeah. I feel like you guys. Well, we it. would appreciate it, because like I said, I know what them, other, them runs are real. Like, I'll go up and fuck with Rico sometimes and check his runs out, mm-hmm. and these runs are like, to me, they're realer than games, because like I said, it's really man-on-man pride. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to let the world know that everyone, this dude just busted your ass all day, because... Everyone's gonna know. Yeah, and like you
2: said, ain't no ain't any referees that dictate Fuckin the game. Yeah,
3: you continue to climb up the ladder. What was it like partnering up with um, ESPN
4: Plus with your uh, series declared? It was a little uneasy because you know I had a rough childhood. I uh, you know my mom committed suicide. Uh, yeah, I had a that. bunch of like things, and so when you do when you do these shows, they like you know people like drama so they wanted to like you know to go to my mom's grave and like that so it was a little uncomfortable i know the next time and whether we do season 2 or whatever we do it'll be smoother but just Starting, just to understand that everyone's going to watch you while you're at your most like vulnerable Vulnerable, moments, sitting in your mom's Mm -hmm. grave, stuff like that. It was a learning experience. It was fun though. We we won a Webby or up for a Webby for it. So it was cool. Congrats. Talk to me about uh, Kevin Porter Jr. He
3: was someone you worked with, didn't get off to a good start, but this kid is so fucking talented,
4: man. So talented. He's a He's a beast and everyone that sees it, like James is like, yo, we need to like, Make sure we work together this summer. Mellow yes, watch. Dope. He's just he's uh he's a he's a hooper. He has handle. He can shoot. He can he can he's a, he's athletic. He he made it, athletic. He's, he's made a few mistakes, and you know that's kind of caused him. But at the end of the day, I like him at Houston better than I like him at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a super bright future. Yeah,
2: I like him. <clears throat> How did the opportunity of NBA 2K come about? Man, that
4: that kind of like changed my life from a sense of like I'll go to the airport. And people will be like, yo, are you Chris Brigley from 2K? Like <laughs> a dumb. lot of little kids right. just know me from Chris Brigley from 2K might not even know I'm a trainer in real life. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So you have the whole world playing a video game. It has my tattoos and Hell my yeah. drills. And it's uh, it's, it's amazing.
3: I talked to Ronnie 2K at Quavo Celebrity Game. We need to put all the smoke on 2K.
4: No, we can, we can make that happen. Alex can make Alex. that happen.
3: you get that shit done, I'm going to hire you too. Goddamn it. Fuck it. Nah, we can can, can make that happen. (laughs) But no, I think that would be dope. And I saw the interview, like my boys knew about that because I was just like, they're like, dad, do you know him? I'm like, not really. I've been DMing. He's like, well, you need to take us to New York and work out. I was like, oh, that's That's what I need to do, right? (laughs) So that'd be dope. Up to this point, it's been incredible. I'm sure the best is yet to come, but what would you say you're most proud of?
4: My dad was a postal worker. He worked for the USPS, like a mailman, um, my whole childhood. And so... I struggled really all my 20s and up until like three years ago, I finally started like making real money. Um, just so I, once I started making real money, I took the, I went home, went to his work, surprised him and said, Yo, retire. You can dope. retire. I got you. That's a good feeling. That's the best feeling ever. That's, so that's the most proud moment. That's, that's dope. dope
3: all right, coming that's to the end right that's here. Quick hitters, first thing to come to mind top five, this is going to be tough, most skilled players you've worked with.
4: Uh, I got to go with Mello. I gotta go with James. I gotta go with Kawhi. I gotta go with KD. Oh, and spot. This, this mm-hmm. is tough. Uh, skilled, skilled. I mean, I'll go with Russ.
2: Yeah. yeah. Super skilled. All five, all Hall of Famers. Yeah. All time favorite starting five. This is just anybody here. I mean, me up. and Melo
4: were just talking about this. This is tough. I'm going with uh, Pistol Pete at the one, AI at the two. Mellow with the three, LeBron at the four. Mm. I'm going with, uh, I'm from New England, so I'm going with uh, Bill Russell at the five. Uh, top Very five
3: artists.
4: <laughs> Very interesting. I know that that's not the politically correct way. That's good, You <laughs> said interesting. That's yeah. good, though. Top five artists yep. in the game? Yeah. Man, I got to go with everyone that's showing love on the album. So Lil Baby, I got to go with Dirk, that's my guy. I got to go with Meek, I got to go with Travis, and I got to go with A Boogie.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, Boogie with the hoodie. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Three songs always on the Blackouts playlist.
4: You know what? This is a weird one, but it's always on there. Jane, Biggie, Brooklyn's Finest. Mm-hmm. For some reason guys love that song. Two other ones that's always on there. Uh, I would have to go with uh, Dreams and Nightmares. Meek, the Once. intro. That's always on there. Classic. And I would have to go with you know R.I.P. Nipsey, but you know there's always something Nipsey mm-hmm. on yeah. there, and he he. Great music to work out
3: to. Yeah. I'll have fit in just fine there if you're playing some nip. Yeah. Um, one message on a billboard for the world to see.
4: Don't let people tell
2: you how you should live your life. Mm. simple as Don't that. Don't let people tell you how you should live your life. That's dope. It's simple. Just that simple, though. Who do you want to see on All The Smoke? But Before you answer, you got to help us with your answer. Mm-hmm. Get them on the show. Okay. This could be any it could Anybody. Be music or? Anybody. Okay. You got to get with Dirk and Baby,
4: because
3: they just came out with the album. Yep. They
2: got the joint out. That would be perfect. Both I, up. I know Baby, but I, don't, I know Dirk, but I don't know... I can B- help with that. Yeah, 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 well, we, yeah we need both of them all here.
3: Well, Chris, man, we want to thank you. We appreciate you. Like I said, I've been a big fan. I love your evolution. I learned more about your story today, but like I said without realizing you're setting the blueprint for who's next mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, and, and that, that was something that that jack and i when we just jumped in like we just jumped in this shit because we love it you do what you're doing but we're setting the blueprint as well in this space so man we always want to give people their flowers
4: and show our appreciation man. fresh from a
3: workout fresh off mm-hmm. a workout you're working out mellow yeah, yeah, appreciate the time and too, so
4: for me man both you guys are literally legends to me like you know you're a second round pick bro you're averaging 20 20 18 18 you you have a ring you you know, like you, you guys both have these amazing careers. I feel like when you guys started this podcast, people did be like, oh, we'll see how it is. You guys have the best athletes in the world. Like mm-hmm. you guys are doing it big and you know, it, it's it's tough to be a player and then leave and then do something big as a host. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. And you guys mm-hmm. are big time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. appreciate that, you guys, man. Thank you for your time, man. bro.
2: Appreciate you, bro. No. That's appreciate
3: a wrap. You. C.B. C.Bizzle. You can catch us on Showtime Basketball YouTube and the
2: iHeart platform, Black Effects. See y'all next week. This is All of Smoke, a production of the Black Effect and iHeart Radio in partnership with Showtime.
1: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Sierra Leone has some of the world's highest maternal mortality rates. One nurse, Zainab, has not lost a single mother. This Mother's Day, join care in supporting maternal health around the world. Learn more at care.org slash Mother's Day.